Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. It's sunny today, and as always, I am joined by cool producer Joel. Hello, Mark. It is sunny outside, but is it sunny where you are, Joel? Uh, in the very literal sense, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hot, it's very warm, it's very sunny, uh, but I cannot enjoy it. No, you can't. And this is why some of you listeners eagle-eyed listeners may have noticed that we've uh, released a podcast slightly late this week and that is because producer joel has had some problems what's I've going on what's going one on or in, two problems what's going on in your flat then producer joel um so at the weekend my girlfriend good old emma was feeling pretty rough mm. and we put it down to the fact that we had quite a bit to drink on friday night um and so, sort of, we went to a bar near us oh. um, and had a lovely time. Anyway, it felt pretty rough across the weekend. And then on Sunday, the symptoms stopped being sort of your classic hangover symptoms oh, and started no. being more sort of, you know, a cough and oh, no. shortness of breath and fluey stuff. So, anyway, we did a couple of the at home tests, mm. you know, the lateral ones. Yeah. And uh, Emma was positive and I wasn't. So we thought that was quite weird. And then we booked in for a full PCR test um, and went and did that. And that's like something out of The Walking Dead. I don't know if you've been to one of those oh, yeah, walk-in yeah. places. It's it's mad. It's really weird. <laughs> Everyone's sort of, you know, behind plastic sheets and you have to yeah. do this self-administered test and they talk you through it. And Anyway, and then we did that and got the results of that. And then again, she's tested positive for covid and i'm negative you're negative and the as we've we've both got to isolate for 10 days we're here we can't leave the flat until it's such nice weather i I think we can't i I mean i mean also it's really bad that your girlfriend's got covid and i feel really bad for her i don't want to make light of that uh, to be honest i think i just think it's a bit embarrassing to get it this late in the day don't you (laughs) it's unbelievable just when you're allowed to have the jab now exactly yeah 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 um and she's super ill, like she's in bed now, just completely wiped out. Um, but she okay? Yeah, yeah, just not well. Yeah, yeah. And um, and I'm just rubbing it in her face. Yeah. Oh no, that means day you're and night. Gonna get, you're going to get it now, mate. I don't think so. I think 
Really? I'm fine. Well, you think you're well, immune? You think you're, the, you think you're so super... I do, yeah. Really? I do. I think I'm immortal. I think this oh, has finally no. proven oh, no. it. I really hope that you, this doesn't bite. Oh, no. Next week, the Joel Grove Memorial episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think we can laugh about this, can we? Because that could... That's, I mean, it's terrible. Yeah, you got to laugh. I mean, I, I'm going mad <laughs> indoors. Oh, no. Um, you got I, a balcony. I think... you got a nice balcony. Yeah, that's true. I've been out there every now and again. Have a little look. Um, I... The official advice is for her to isolate within the flat. But you've been to my flat. Like, I have that's been not, to your flat. That's not possible. No. She would just have, I'd have to what, seal the bedroom door and just leave her in there. <laughs> Such stupid advice. I it's think that like, is what you're supposed to do, Joe. Okay. I think All right, well, after this, I'll go and take it It's too late. It's too late. You've been sleeping in the same bed, you lunatic. Yeah, I'd, have well, been, I'd have been sleeping on the balcony if that was me. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I'd go anywhere near her. Well, what would you do? We've, both, we've got one bathroom. That's a good point. Clean it's... it every to get her to clean it every time she's used it. <laughs> Make your own dinner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh no. There you go. So that's, that's been that's been my week. Horrible. I'm so sorry, Joel. But I'm here to try and cheer you up today with, with great podcast fun. So what have you been up to? What have I been up to? I've been I did a gig last night in lovely Bourne. Near Cambridge. Okay. Lovely stuff outdoors. Very nice gig. Um, what else did I do? I went to watch Cruella. Oh. That was very good. Wasn't was it? expecting it, but okay. it was. It's an origin story of Cruella. Yeah. It's very good. It's very well made. Okay. Okay. Yes. Lots of great um, actors as well are there yeah 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 there's loads of lo- loads of those good actors in it oh i love you it know, i love it when they put all, the good the ones good, in it all the good ones yeah. <laughs> um and oh i had a lad's evening i went to a lad's evening what yeah well not well i don't know that might sound a bit grand but just some mates that i used to work with at uh university of kent sports department mm-hmm. um we went to one of one of the guys when i watched Cruella. Yeah, <laughs> lads, lads, lads. <laughs> <laughs> we went to one of the, um, their houses, and I didn't know he'd moved, and um, so I didn't know where he was. No, I, they've moved, and it's in a different place now. And uh, he's he's got like a, I mean, it's it's, it's a massive shed, but okay, that doesn't make nice. it sound that nice. But it's massive shed. It all opens up, so quite COVID friendly. So all sort of the mm-hmm, sides mm-hmm. open, and it's it's like a. It's a bloody. It's like a. I don't know how to do this. It's a games house. It's it's just. Wow. It's, it's got a bar down one end. It's got it's got a pool table in the middle. There's Amazing. a dartboard. There's somewhere you can play video games. We didn't do that, and okay. so we played a little pool tournament and oh, had a nice, great. had a lovely, lovely social, and that it was lovely. really, really enjoyable. Great that stuff. Great. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I've really, I've had a great week and I've probably, yeah, like, I've probably yeah. rubbing your nose in it. I'm so sorry, Joel. What I'd give to go to a massive shed right now. <laughs> um, Joel, we had, uh, we had some uh, great feedback uh, from last week's episode with William Stone. A very mm-hmm. good, um, jokes, very heavy joke writing, joke content episode. It was. Yeah, very popular. A um, couple of bits of feedback if you'd... Uh, if you'd uh, be listen- interested in listening to that, would you be interested in listening uh, to that? Joe? I'm all ears. I've got nothing else on, mate. Friend of the show, Ian Bowden, 
he was listening on his walk and he's so we were talking about um i can't remember what joke we were talking about now but this isn't the same joke he's basically sort of sparked a joke of his i think he said how about i think my brother is a voyeur he says he's a real peephole person <laughs> peephole person people i like people people person it's a good joke um, i can't remember what joke we were talking about in the episode but it wasn't peep that's a new joke i think mm. anyway great stuff um and uh would you like to know one one more piece of feedback love to from jay cloth <laughs> we're laughing at no i'm not why did you laugh at that joe i didn't laugh. you look that's weird do you know jay cloth you're a funny guy is he yeah is that why you're laughing i just thought about him and the stuff he says Oh, okay. That makes sense. Mm. Yeah, I didn't know why you were laughing then. Anyway, so Jay Clough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> so William Stone was talking about a joke um, about hitting a fox. Do you remember that, Joel? Yep. You don't remember it, do you, Joel? Really, so basically, no. he was saying I hit like a hit a fox the other day, and then the idea was the fox was in the car with him. He punched it rather than hitting it with the car, and then we developed it into maybe he didn't even have a car. He just went out and hit a fox. Anyway, yeah. So that was the joke, and oh, and then oh, actually, I'm gonna I'll come to Jay Clough's uh, feedback in a second, but I mm-hmm. remember something that I wanted to tell you last week, and I forgot. Um, so, uh, so we were discussing that um, William had two fox jokes within his set which made for whichever one he did second it wouldn't work because they sort of contradicted themselves in in story yeah. of the joke um and we were like trying to work out the issue like you had to pick one over the other and then after the episode it just came to me i, I texted him i was like just change it to badger <laughs> it's, it's fine yeah. <laughs> so it's such a simple fix for that yeah. joke but it's stupid how things like that that, that makes a whole, whole difference but it's such a, a, an easy fix that we didn't think of so he hit a badger. There you go. And also, I think badger, the word, is funnier than fox. Yeah, definitely. S- something funny about a badger. Why? I don't know why. Don't know why. Um, anyway, J-Cloth. He said, I hit my car. No, they didn't hit his car. <laughs> I hit a fox in my car the other day. Oh, so he's, okay. It was just, he just, it just wouldn't stop saying, are we nearly there yet? So that is a nice punch for that because that does tell you what's going on in the joke. It mm-hmm, makes it very mm-hmm. clear. But also he said, I hit a fox in my car. I don't know yeah. if William's wording was... I think he just said, I hit a fox the other day after a gig. But by saying, I hit a fox in my car, that works both ways. It does. Yeah. I hit a fox in my... Would you say, if you hit a fox and you were driving, would you say, oh, I hit a fox in my car the other day? Yeah, I think you would, yeah. Yeah, so that works and hit yeah. in your car. And there we go. Good, great. Jay Clough... I, well I, done, get, I get why you laughed now, Joel. <laughs> funny, funny guy. Yeah. Or girl. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I bet they clean up on the open mic circuit. Very good, that Joel. Very good. Very good. <laughs> good stuff. I can't tell you why I didn't react initially then, because I thought you were insulting him by saying he's an open mic comic, which I, he, he might be, and that's not an insult. Oh, that sounds bad now, doesn't it? <laughs> no, I don't think so. But, but I thought you were having a go. I wasn't having a go. You weren't having a go. You were making a no. good joke there. Thank you. And I, I and I said that afterwards, didn't I, Joel? You did. You did. I said <laughs> I said that was a very good joke, Joel. Yeah. Well done. Um, 
I don't know who Jay Clough is, but I'm intrigued. Cut, let us know, Jay Clough. Mm. What's, your, what's your real, what are you about? Feedback, at Jokers with Mark. Um, and anyway, if anyone's got any feedback on this episode, uh, normally say this at the end, but at Jokes with Mark across all social media, let us know. Um, we're going to record uh, the, another episode of 361 Jokes, five at a time for Patreon. And there will be a bonus Patreon from this week's episode also. Um, and I reckon we should get cracking with it. Who, who, who have we got this week, Joel? We've got Freddie Quinn. It's Freddie Quinn? Oh, listen to this. You've been basically turning over material on TikTok. You do stuff straight to the camera, but it's all material. So what I was going to ask you about that is, like, how much of that stuff do you think you'll just try, just try on stage and see if it works? Well, I'm, or is it a different thing altogether? The reason that I started TikTok really is because... I write a phenomenal amount of stuff. Like I, I write loads. It's the bit of stand-up mm. that I like doing the most is writing and trying new material. Do you know what I mean? You look at these comics who've been doing the same set for 30 years and it's like, how have you not killed yourself? Do you know, like it, it, it just bores me to, to travel to, you know, some far-flung day. Why would you drive to Hull and just say the same thing that you've always said. I, I don't get it. So I've always mm. wanted to try new stuff. And I think from about th- three or four years into comedy, I've been doing a new 20 every month, near there or thereabouts of stuff. Really? I do wow. shit loads of stuff. Well, I had this kind of epiphany about, no, it must've been four years in. I had this kind of epiphany where I was like, because mm, I was four years in, I was still struggling to get to my 20. And I was like, if I'd have just wrote down every funny thing that happened over the last four years, I swear I'd have an hour by now. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, why, why am I not doing that? Do you know what I mean? So I started doing it. And um, really for a long time, the, the new stuff was dreadful. But you have to build up that muscle. And now I, I feel like when I have an idea, you know, it doesn't come out. It very rarely comes out like a fully formed joke. But I, I instinctively kind of know the ways that I want to take it, you know? So yeah. it has paid dividends, but I've got into a habit where, I mean, 20 minutes of, of new stuff every month seems like a lot, but I got into a habit where I write nearly every day. Uh, and so when the pandemic first started, I was like, great, this is brilliant. I I, I can't wait to, I'm going to write twice as much as I used to. This is going to be amazing. Mm. And I got loads of new bits that I was dying to try and then I was like, great, this is going to be brilliant. I can't wait to try it on stage. Oh, wait. And then I realized, mm. well, when might that be? Six months from now? 12 months from now? And as soon as there wasn't a, a, a specific date in time for me to be able to try new stuff, I lost all interest. I wasn't bothered anymore. And so TikTok yeah. became an outlet for that because I could write stuff and I could try it literally straight away see how many views it got, see what sort of comments it got. And it helped me uh, stay distracted, which I think Mm. is a really important way for me to like deal with things for my mental health. I like having lots of irons in the fire. And so for me, knowing that I had to put two little routines on TikTok a day or three little routines on TikTok a day, I didn't see it as stressful and scary. I saw it as like something that I could do. Is that what you do, two a day? Yeah, I used to do five a day. 
Oh, really? I used to do five. I used to do five a day. I was wondering whether just putting too much on, you'd you'd lose, you'd have less traction. But no, they treat every single one like it's its own separate thing. Oh, that's good uh, to know. The thing, is, well, look, the way that I see it, right, is when you go on TikTok, the way that it works is you don't see a funny video from somebody and go, "Oh, that's great, follow." You don't mm-hmm. do that. What happens is you see a funny video and you go, "Ha ha ha ha." And then you flick up, and then you see the same dude like three right. days later, and they do another funny video, and you go, ah, oh, shit, yeah, it's the same dude, isn't it? Ah, oh, like, yeah. yeah, that's funny, that. And then you, that has to happen five or six times before I click mm. follow. Right, okay, yeah. That's good. So that's good so, to know. So I pump out quite a lot of stuff, and the only reason that I don't uh, still do five a day is because the sheer amount of stuff that gets banned means that if you get too much that gets banned within a short period, they tend to suspend your account for like a week, and I just can't be arsed with right. that. And so I only do one no. or two a day now to protect myself yeah. from that. But yeah, it is all uh, cool. it is all stand-up. It is all straight-to-camera stuff. Mm. So do you will you make a note of which videos do well and think, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try that one out definitely first gig back? Or are you just going to, have you got a list of everything? There's there's some, I'm really funny with like um, stuff that I do on stage. And I won't just do stuff for it just because it's funny. I'll do stuff because it, it has to feel like me. Do you know what I mean? It has to feel authentic. Right. Uh, and there's some stuff that I do that I think, nah, that's just a TikTok thing. And I don't want any more to do with it. But there's other stuff mm. that I'm like, this just feels like it will be better over three or four minutes, whereas TikTok's only 60 seconds. Right, let's get back on topic. Um, what's Have you got some stuff? Have you bought some bits? Uh, mate, I've been writing loads during lockers. So what's so it's basically stuff that you just not quite there, you don't think, or there's a reason why you couldn't do it? Do you what? Okay, so I have a bit. Uh, I have a bit that is... Um, I, I, I didn't actually come with anything pre-prepared. What I did mm. is I, I've got Google Keep. Have you got, do you use Google Keep? No, I just use Google Docs. Mate, Google Keep's going to change your fucking life. Have a look for Google it? Keep. It's sort of like a, a notepad type thing, but you can have different notes and stuff like that, but you can color code them and you can... Mm. Uh, pin them and you can add uh you can have music and pictures and text on all sorts it's fucking great it's honestly mm. man google keep so um so i'm going through now and i've just picked out the first so there's loads of stuff in here that's like do you ever do the thing where you just have little ideas uh mm-hmm. either late at night that don't make sense you're a bit drunk but you just <laughs> think fuck it this this might work so yeah. I've got loads of those here and I've got loads of bits. Um, so to give you an example uh, of something that I thought... You can would... do stuff that you're that you sort of, you're working on at the moment for stuff as well. So okay. yeah, whatever you got. Well I, mean, well, I mean, just to give you an example of the sort of things that I think are funny when I'm drunk, uh, but probably aren't funny. Uh, the top <laughs> note here is they should deliver life insurance like the postcode lottery. I don't know why I think that's funny. I just like the idea of someone's knocking on your door. Your grand's dead. <laughs> like holding one of those big checks and crying your eyes. Oh, right. That's all. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, so like inheritance. And, <laughs> yeah. Do you know that would be just, really funny? Just on a, on a big, it's always on a big on a check. a giant check that says you, the deceased person, you have to hold it up. But as, but as the dead person, you would, you probably would want them to be happy that they, they make it a nice occasion. That's what, somebody's I mean? ringing the bell. <laughs> We did, we did, I did, with Danny Ward, I did a charity gig and they made some money and then they had a big check and they wanted a photo. And something in me, I was, I was really excited about the big check. Really? Like, something about that. It's, I don't know, I've never seen one before, but you always see them on TV and You know what? Pictures. Is they must cost more than a normal check. They must, right? Yeah. So at what point do you go like, oh, we're raising money for sick kids. We want a big check, you know, the 50 quid. It's like, yeah, they won't miss it. Fuck it. You know? <laughs> Spend it on a big check. Why not? Yeah. Want me to do one thing. That, so I've got a new bit that I've tried on Zoom a couple of times, and I've not mm. been able to get the run of it. Um, okay. I've got I've got loads and loads of new stuff um, at the moment, uh, but this bit in particular is. Or oh, do you want me? Is it because you like it? Pardon. Is it because you like it and it's, is it irritating you that it doesn't quite... It doesn't quite work. And it follows on from another new bit about what I've been doing during the pandemic and stuff like that that's working all right, okay? I've done it a mm. couple of times, both on Zoom gigs, but both times I feel like it's gone well. I can't wait to do this on stage. This one is a bit ropier, but it's based on a true story. And I think the problem is... Um, I think the problem is that people just do not believe that this happened. Yeah. Okay. So this is the problem. So I got asked to be a, uh, a like, so, so the bit is the way that I get into it is that we've had to diversify during the pandemic. Uh, but, but one of the things about that is that we've been given opportunities that people, um, you know, that we never thought we'd get before. Do you know what I mean? So the bit is that I got approached by a sex toy company to be an influencer for them. I thought you were going to say a mould. A what? To be a mould. Well, right. So, <laughs> so this is a real fucking thing. Uh, shout, if you don't believe me, go to, go to taylorstoys.co.uk, type in the discount code Freddy with a Y and you'll get 10% off. That's oh, right. how fucking real it is, right? But they messaged me <laughs> over Valentine's Day. If you get 10% off, it's probably not going to feel as good. <laughs> so um, uh, uh, so basically, um, they got in touch with me via Instagram and they sent me a message and they said, hi, Freddie, uh, we've seen you on TikTok. We like your stuff. Would you like a free box uh, of Valentine's Day goodies? Right? Now... The working class lad in me has been taught never to refuse anything for free. Because <laughs> you never know when you're going to need it. You know, I'm, like right now, I have no desire to fuck my own ass with a vibrator. But who knows what the future may bring? Do you know what I mean? Like who's to say in six months time, I might not wake up and be like, I fancy ramming something inside me. And with that happens, you'd be much, you'd much rather just have it in the drawer. For a rainy day. It's, ba it's basically my stepdad with his shed. He's got loads of different sorts of hammers just in case one yeah. day he needs that hammer. Yeah, absolutely. But the thing is, is if I knew I could... I'm not saying that my stepdad puts a hammer up his... <laughs> that's <laughs> that's that how he gets the dildo in. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 
This is why you got banned, mate. <laughs> oh, TikTok banned if you cut that bit out. Um, <laughs> brings a whole new meaning to the term pegging. Hooray! Um, uh, so, um, uh, this is the thing, though. It is the thing, is that I- I'd be gutted if I ever had to pay for a dildo, knowing that I could have had them for free. <laughs> so I was, so I was like, fuck it, just send me, just send me whatever. Absolutely. So I thought they were going to send me like one or two things. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. I imagined uh, a dildo and some lube. I thought that's what you've only got one bum hole. Well, that's only... it. They sent you me a hundred and eighty quids worth of stuff. Right? <laughs> they sent me some red bondage tape with standard. They sent Lovely. they sent me a medium sized butt plug as well, which I fucking love. Because- That's funny because they've looked at you yeah. and they've so someone had that decision. That's it. They That's had what to the make next that decision. They've looked at me <laughs> and they've gone. There's no way he's got a small arsehole. There's there's no way. The amount of time well, we can't be rude. We can't be rude yeah. to say he's got a massive. Well, this one. is it. You can't pick large because it's a it's a comment on your <laughs> lifestyle choice. But the amount of times that he must shit a day, there's no way he's doing like little rabbit poos. Do you know what I mean? With his diet, go with a medium. Uh, so they sent me a medium sized butt plug. Uh, they sent me a, a fleshlight as well. Now- Can I ask a naive question now? Yeah. And I know, I know what butt plugs are. Yes. I've written a joke about butt plugs. About So I used to work in a bookshop. This guy came in. He said, you got any books about butt plugs? I said, I think I got one in. Hey, but I don't know what they are for. You don't know what a butt like plug's it, for. Like what? What's 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 the benefit of a butt plug? What do you mean? What's the so? Like what? What? Like I don't really. I don't. I don't know what it it's does. It's to stimulate what, the anus, Mark. <laughs> I know, but but what? You just stick it in and it just stays there, or you you keep wrap putting it in. Like what, well, naturally. You know, it it, it it will have a certain. I can't believe that that this is what we're going down here. I just don't know what it, why, what, what that does. So it depends for a man or for a woman. Right. So for a bloke, you know that your your G spot is up your ass. The right. male prostate is up your ass. So prostate stimulation mm. can be uh, arousing, uh, and obviously the butt yeah. plug you've got to understand, especially if it's weighted. It ain't fucking just staying in one place. It's gonna naturally move with your movements, isn't it? And then if you sit down, it's gonna it's gonna get extra pressure up there. This is a lot more detail than I was expecting. Also, you can get vibrating butt plugs and shit like that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, man. And then and then if you're female, obviously. Right. Um, so you just stick it in and leave it in while you do it. Is that basically it? Yeah, but yeah, but some people right. some people use it as like um you know like a, a dom. Have you got any spares in that? in that package <laughs> you know like s- some people do it as like a dom sub relationship thing do you know what i mean they're like oh right, we're gonna yeah, go to yeah. fucking aldi and you gotta wear your fucking butt plug I really, I yeah really... man so it's like okay. this is this is the x-rated episode <laughs> of the podcast do you know what people are casting aspersions about my lifestyle right now and quite <laughs> frankly i couldn't give a shit so so what else did you have uh, sorry continue the i bit. had a i had a flashlight have you, have you ever... A flashlight. Please tell me you know what a flashlight is. Why don't I know these things? Like, okay, what's a flashlight? So, well, basically, I've I've never used one of those before, right? It's it's basically, and the way that I've put it in here is that it, it's like someone's tried to stuff a rubber vagina inside a Pringles tube. 
Right. Yeah. I, I, I. Yeah. Okay. I think I can imagine. Yeah. That. Well, basically, it, it the term. So it's a fake one. Yeah. It's a fake one that you. Yes. Well, it's you, not a you, real person's you, vagina. A real <laughs> dead no, woman's. No, but, uh, what, 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 what I mean is. <laughs> what I mean is, you're meant to sort of attack it with I, your. I bits. just love the idea that there's women going. When I die. <laughs> I want you to take my fanny <laughs> and stick it in a you tube. That, you see that Pringles? <laughs> oh, your nan always loved Pringles. <laughs> um, Once you pop, you can't stop. There we go. Um, uh, so um, it's, it's a pun on the term flashlight because the outer casing looks like a yeah. torch. Okay. Inside, well, that's, I was wondering. It is that, a rubberized. Right. There's, not, there's not a light. There's not a light in the vagina. No, it's it, it's an actual <laughs> rubber vagina, right? But it... so, what's funny about this is when you do a route, anything about this on stage, you have to explain that what they are, don't you? Because yeah, but I, the majority of people won't but know. I don't want to do that thing that hack comics do, where they go, "If you don't know what this is, it's like this, but this." Hey, do you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. It really fucks me off when when people use an explanation as a way of getting away a crappy joke. Do you know what I mean? Like, hey guys, mm. hey guys, I've just been on Tinder, and uh, if you don't know what Tinder is, it's like a cross between and mm. and it's like everyone knows what fucking Tinder is. Will you fuck off? Do you know what I mean? You're just saying it just to get that crap yeah, joke yeah, yeah. about Tinder. Um, but I think you can do it with a flashlight. <laughs> but. I'd rather not do it in the way that's hacky. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I like the idea of like somebody's trying to stuff a rubber vagina inside a Pringles tube, mm. but I don't want to. I don't want to be like it's like losing your dignity to a and whatever a fucking yeah, torch yeah, yeah. manufacturer's name is. What I would love to see next time I see you gigging is you go and say it's like a prop comic with a suitcase full of this stuff. To show everybody. <laughs> well, like a traveling salesman. <laughs> yeah. Roll up. Well, yeah, you could do both, can't you? On the way to the gig, stop off a few houses. Do you know what? Imagine going to the green room. Freddie, there's three end nights in. Excellent. <laughs> it's going to be a great day for business. Um, medium-sized butt plug, ladies. Uh, uh, so anyway, right? Basically, that's what it is, right? But the thing is, is when you put, when you put your penis inside of it, it, it's cold on the inside. <laughs> this, this means you've definitely done right. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how, right, how does somebody send you a flashlight through the post and you don't have the curiosity to fuck it? Let's just hope that the postman didn't. <laughs> would you seriously? Always... If someone sent you a flashlight through the post would you? I, I, and you had full anonymity in this, would you not stick your dick in it just to see? Ah, oh, I guess I guess I would. Don't, what a waste of what a waste of a fucking <laughs> instrument it would be then if you don't try it. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, okay, yeah. So it's cold, is it? it? Well, it's cold. It's cold on the inside, <laughs> right? And nothing can really prepare you for how weird that actually feels like. Like when you're doing it, you're like. This must be what having sex with a dead person is like. Like that's what it. That's what it. I can see why this might not have worked on Zoom. <laughs> like me and Fred West have something in common. Do you know what I mean? Like we've got a shared experience. Um, and I told I told my my missus about it, right? And she said, uh, "Well, why don't you just put it in the microwave?" Right. But for me personally, that adds an element of risk 
that I am not comfortable with because that becomes the kind of thing that you need to get right first time. Like, how do you, ch- do you put your finger in the middle just to check that it's cooked? Do you know what I mean? Do you, it you, feels like something they would do in American Pie and it would go yeah. wrong. Because because it, it, it feels like cooking chicken. Do you know what I mean? What are you going to fucking check and see if the juice is run clear? What the fuck? Um, but what I learned about, uh, about Fleshlight, um, what I learned about them is that you can customize them to any vagina. So my Fleshlight is based off a real-life person's vagina, a real-life porn star's vagina, and she licenses her fanny out for these companies to make replicas of. And that's a big thing now is that you can have it exactly like your porn (laughs) stars, you know, thing. It's a big thing, is it? When I thought about that, I thought, what an opportunity for a business. Because what I'd do is I'd make custom fleshlights and then I'd team up with Ancestry DNA (laughs) I could like, I could like send them a dildo I'd just be like, it's your great granddad, that. (laughs) 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 Fucking, and I call it incestry DNA. (laughs) And it's never worked. (laughs) So so have you done that whole bit as a routine? Because I feel like the people imagining you using it aren't thinking about comedy anymore. I think they're just just thinking about you sticking your (laughs) thing in (laughs) in a warm... Uh, well, so my thing, be to- my thing is, first of all, I think, and I've not been able to do this on stage. So on stage, I tend to get a much better read on what works and what doesn't. Right. But my thing is that possibly people don't believe that it happened and it did. Uh, yeah. And my second thing is what I tend to do sometimes is I have an idea And then I have the idea in its most basic form. And then rather than trying the idea out in its most basic form and seeing if it gets a laugh, what my brain tends to do is I go, I can think of a thousand punchlines for this. And I end up putting loads of meat on the bones because my style is to be punchline, punchline, punchline. Even though I'm I'm not a one-liner comic, I have within a story, I have lots of quick laughs mm. and stuff. And so my yeah. my natural instinct is to wring this of all of its funny in every way. But what tends to happen is that there becomes too much fat on the bones and the actual skeleton of the joke tends to crumble under the weight of all these fucking one-liners. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And you think that's, that's what's happened here? It, it tends to happen with me quite a lot. So what I do Mm. is even within that bit that we've just talked about there, I've cut something out just while speaking to you because I've looked back at it and go, I don't think this is funny. I really like the idea about being working class and you never being taught to refuse anything that's free. I I like that Mm. because I think that's relatable. I like the idea of a medium-sized butt plug. So that, to me, should stay. (laughs) That's a funny idea. Um, Yeah, yeah. The flesh. So, are they on board up to that point? Well, sorry. Usually? Are they on board up to that point? It's hard to tell because it's Zoom. Also, mate, uh, something else that I think with Zoom is when people are sitting in their living room and with maybe their their family, and it's just them, 
I think that ruder stuff might not work as well as it will do when you're in a club because they haven't been might not have been drinking they they sit next to their wife it's it's a bit it makes it uncomfortable for them if you if if they're both imagining you sticking your willy in a tube, I see, Pringles tube. I see what you're saying <laughs> but this isn't the rudest thing that I've got in my set um and that's the demo isn't it <laughs> and that bit tends to go okay um I feel like the fleshlight bit is the the reason that I wrote it is the fleshlight bit um uh i think uh i like the idea of uh having to put your finger in the meat in the middle like you're cooking chicken yeah yeah you know check to see if, i think check to see if the juices it's, are running clear yeah, is a see if it's ready. Is, is a good one but i think i could probably get rid of the whole um you know this must be what it feels like to have sex with a dead body i don't think that people are going to going to go for that fun i don't remember you saying that bit actually funnily enough um, yeah, maybe. And then I also yeah. think that the fleshlight company bit is is an idea that only I will find funny. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I kind of feel like it's gonna be okay. Uh, it's mm. it's part of a longer bit. Do you want me to tell you the longer bit? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so this is the bit that I wrote about doing stuff during um, uh, during. Like like being a comic during uh, during lockdown. Um, so again, apologies that it's so fucking long because I'm not trimming it down or anything like that. So uh, it was it was. We talk about your merch. Now. Hey, um, it was it was weird for me during the pandemic. Uh, couldn't do comedy, which was my only source of income. Didn't have any money going in. So, you know, during the second lockdown, you know, I had to go out and get myself an OnlyFans account. Uh, <laughs> didn't work. Obviously, didn't get any subscribers. You know, pretty obvious why. You know, didn't have a webcam. So just, just sat there chatting to people like it was AOL in the 90s. Um, got myself a couple of jobs. I worked as a supply teacher for a bit. Um, it was covering teachers who were self-isolating and things like that. And um, it's weird because when you teach, uh, like when you're asked to teach seven-year-olds, your immediate reaction is, I I think I've fucking got this. Because just for no other reason than you're an adult and they're seven. And so you kind of feel like, because the thing is, is in the back of your mind, you're thinking, well, I've been seven before. Do you know, like, and eight and nine. And, you know, I, I passed them all. So what could they possibly, but as some people who were probably, you know, there'd probably be people in the audience that have been homeschooling and stuff like that. Like a seven year old's homework has changed. Do you know what I mean? Like you get a sheet through and it's meant to be their fucking homework and you look at it and it's like, read the following paragraph and underline all of the subordinate clauses. And it's like, what <laughs> the fuck is a, What? You, like, like your first reaction isn't that this is the kid's homework. It's that there's been some sort of terrible mistake. And, you know, some college professor somewhere is writing the letter A <laughs> on a giant piece of paper or something. Uh, so what you do is you, you sort of like Google subordinate clause without anyone, without anyone noticing. Do you know what I mean? But that's what, you know, when you're really fucked, when you Google something and you don't even understand the answer that Google gives you. 
So you know, it's like a subordinate clause is relative to the main clause and is introduced by a coordinating conjunction. You're like, oh, fuck. And then you get the thing that I think every parent has had at least once during lockdown. It's, it's, it's very specific. It is the look that a seven-year-old child gives you as they rapidly lose all faith in you as a human being. Because <laughs> up until this point, like when you're a kid, you just believe that all adults know everything. And it's very weird to know that you're the adult that's taught them otherwise. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. you're the first experience, you're that child's first experience that some adults are fucking idiots. Um, so they moved me to reception. <laughs> they moved me to reception, which is like, like that was like the head teacher was like, I, I think we found something more your level. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, and it was great because it was literally pl- reception's an easy gig. It's literally just answering phones. What? It? Sorry, <laughs> it's just answering phones. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate, uh, do you mind if I put that in? Yeah, take um, it. Just a sec. So the thing is, the, the thing with reception is it's an easy gig because it's it's just fucking like playing the sandpit, read a story, have a nap. It's, it's so simple. Do you know what I mean? Especially my day. I, we used to like, I, I used to read them a lot of fairy tales, right? And the favorite fairy tale that they had was, uh, was Sleeping Beauty. You know, like, you know, woman asleep in the woods, Prince Charming comes along, kisses her, she wakes up, they live happily ever after. And when you read these stories back as an adult, you realise that they wouldn't get away with this in the modern day. Do you know what I mean? Like if they did Sleeping Beauty mm. nowadays, the prince would lean over and kiss her and she'd wake up and be like, I did not consent. Like loads of <laughs> loads of other fucking women in the kingdom all kicking off on Twitter. Prince would lose his job and shit. Do you know, I love how I'm saying all this, and yet there's a real life prince who's an actual paedophile, and nobody's done anything about it at all. <laughs> like, um, so is that one of the ta- you had yeah, that on? Yeah, yeah. Is that a line? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I always wondered the bit that I always wondered about. Um, so I, I, I've got another tag here that I don't think it'll work, but I just put in it. So it says. Um, uh, every time I, I, I put, isn't it weird how every time someone asked about Prince Andrew, they'd announce a new COVID variant two days later. Like, oh yeah, we'll defo bring him to justice. But first we've got to worry about the Ukraine variants. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I think that's a nice bit, but it doesn't fit in. Um, but the next bit is I always wondered, like, I always wondered about Sleeping Beauty. Like, how did he know that there was a woman asleep in the woods and he needed to kiss her? Like, who gave him that knowledge? Like, in the book that I read to the kids, it was his friend, right? And let me tell you, that guy must really trust his friends. Because if that was me and my mate was like, listen, there's a beautiful woman in the woods. She's asleep. And if you kiss her, she's going to wake up and fall in love with you. I'd be suspicious. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I'd find this woman and I'd kiss her and then all my mates would jump out and be like, hey, she's dead. <laughs> I think that's a really funny joke. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, that, that took a turn that I wasn't expecting. So that, like, have you tried? Does that work? As yeah, well? yeah, yeah, it works. It works. Because it's a surprise because you're thinking, but then, you're going down the, creep, the creepy, it, well, it still is creepy. Yeah. But- 
But but I had a tag on where I was like, one of my mates is fucking recording it, sticks it on Instagram and it gets a million views because I'm the only person in history that's ever been catfished by a corpse. I like the idea of catfished by a corpse, but that bit didn't work. But mm. when I did The Way She's Dead, they're with me, right? Uh, and then I said, uh, and then the next bit is, uh, is then, they, um, then they closed all the schools. So I had to get another job as a delivery driver for Iceland. Yeah. Imagine this, rocking up at your door, sweating like fuck because I've had to carry <laughs> eight kilograms of frozen nuggets up 15 flights of stairs. This right here is why mums go to Iceland. Yeah, I hate that line, but it, it gets a laugh. Do you know what mm. I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and I said, my girlfriend, she uh, she worked on the front line uh, for the NHS, uh, NHS nurse. So she worked throughout the pandemic. Um, so obviously she was, you know, she worked for the NHS and I was technically a, a key worker. So between us, we've now got enough claps for a mortgage. <laughs> And that's how I end. Does that work as a lie? What, sorry? Is that, is that, is that, is that, that, that's a, that's, that, that feels like the end of a bit. That's it, the when... end of the bit. We've now got enough claps for the mortgage. And also, um, um, uh, also, if they get around, if it gets a round of applause, oh, then nice. you can go, oh, brilliant. I can afford non-suite now as well. Oh, that's really nice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it... Could you force that? Or you might not want to, but like if they don't clap, you could still do a comment saying normally that gets a clap. So, well, I, I don't put... like the idea of the, the thing is the thing. No, is, I did. I didn't think like you would actually. As soon as I, said I don't it. like the idea of having traps. Do you know what I mean? If it mm, gets it, I'll yeah. do it. But I don't like the idea of oh well that that usually does because it feels mm. like I'm trying to get something Force unnatural. Force a line that isn't there. So so that's the first mm. bit, and then and, and yeah. that bit tried it twice, and both times it's gone really well. Um, mm. The only bit that I am, uh, what's the word, um, hesitant about is the um, is the subordinate clause bit because that is something that I don't really do. Uh, it relies on a lot of silly faces and pauses to sell it properly. Yeah. Uh, and it's not something that I'm comfortable in. I like just doing jokes. And it's not something yeah. that I've written because I think it's a kind of bit. So when I was doing that to you, I literally had the word mm. subordinate clause on the thing and I just went through it from there. Yeah. Is it, so is that a true thing that happened? All of that? It's all based in truth. I was a the subordinate clause. Can't because in my head, the subordinate clause thing, to, I, all, the whole time I was questioning, there's no way that was taught to a seven year old. Oh, yeah. 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 So, so by the time kids get to, um, I mean, this is so boring, but obviously, you know, I, I, I come from a teaching background. Uh, there was a big mm. push in the early 2010, 2011 Michael Gove era to get kids identifying uh, grammar. So they'll know a main clause. They'll leave year six knowing a main clause, a relative clause, a subordinate clause, an adverbial clause, a, um, right. uh, a you know, a prepositional phrase. They'll know all of that and they'll, because it sounds clever that's that 11 year olds can say that's an adverbial clause the the problem is that they've got no idea what they do how to use them how to elicit them in their writing so it's pointless than being able to identify mm. it it's like teaching a kid all of the fucking like all what all of the things are in a car engine 
but that kid knowing yeah. nothing about cars and how the actual engine motors. It just looks really yeah, impressive yeah. for a kid to go, carburetor. And then you go, cool, yeah, yeah, what yeah. actually is a carburetor? And they go, I've got no fucking idea, mate. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So now, so, but you, you, did you, you found it when you went from that routine into the um, influencer bit. Do you think, like, when you're doing the, do you think if you sort of made a joke out of the fact that, how how do you lead into the influence a bit? Because I feel like to make it believable, you've kind of got to be going, this is mad. Like I'm now an influencer. Yes. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So, I, so, so I've tried doing that. So I, I said, um, uh, um, uh, so, so I tried saying, one of the things about the pandemic though, is that you get opportunities that you just wouldn't have got otherwise. Like uh, I actually mm. had a company reach out to me on Instagram uh, and ask if I wanted to be an influencer. And I'd be like, yeah. That's this is what a company thought best represented their brand. You know what I mean? And I said it was actually a sex toy company as well. So fuck knows what they were thinking. And then you go into it that way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Do you think maybe you need to go more in the fact that how you built your following, just in a tiny line, maybe just to to so that people think that you, so people don't question that you would get asked to do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but the so problem with that is that it feels like so for me personally i always worry that putting stuff in like that feels needlessly self-aggrandizing to a comedy illiterate audience so to me and you if i was to put that in you would know why i was doing that because i was essentially laying the foundations for the mm. scaffolding of the joke to yeah, come yeah, later yeah. but pissed up for sounds like you're yeah, it sounds like you just drop in. A exactly, name, it? pissed Keith from yeah. fucking, you know, whatever fucking company. Oh, I've never fucking heard of him. Do you know? And it just you yeah. open yourself up to that hostility. Yeah, it's, unless you could find an angle of being self-deprecating within it, or sort of saying, "Who'd have thought this is what people wanted to listen to?" Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I feel like I've already done that with the brand mm. thing, you see. Like, yeah. like this represent. Do you know what I mean? I and also as well. I don't think it's that unbelievable, but, but you when you go as a bit. When you go, who do you who'd have thought this is what people wanted to listen to? Then the audience are like, us, because because we because yeah, yeah, we paid yeah, yeah, to yeah, be yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> so um Yeah, yeah, you're right. I yeah. But to but to me, it doesn't seem that up. But then I'm from the same world as you that you do get asked to do these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But but, I but don't, yeah. the thing is, is it's one of those that I need to feel out in order to sort of mm. like, so it, it needs to really be on a stage. It needs to be something that, um, that, 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Fucking hell. Um, it needs to be something. I'm just reading some of my other fucking bits here while I'm talking to you. Um, it, it needs to be something that um, I do on stage because I'll be able to feel where the bits are. I think that when you are uh, on stage... And you are sort of like, sorry, when you're on a Zoom and you've got one eye on the people, but you're also looking at your unfamiliar surroundings, I don't think it's mm. the best time to get that. I don't get that same intuition that I would get yeah, if I was yeah, on yeah. stage. Mm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, because not everyone's, some people are muted. Like you can't get a good gauge of what people are thinking. Exactly. And sometimes as well, depending on which Zoom you do and how they rig it up, sometimes it takes a few seconds for the laughs to come through. And so mm. you do a bit and then they laugh two seconds later and you're like, well, what the fuck are they like? It, it becomes much harder yeah. to get that feedback. I don't, yeah. Yeah. I don't have that because I leave a gap until they laugh or they don't. Ah, that's but clever. With your stuff, with your stuff it, I can see what you mean. You could start onto the next bit and they've just caught up and you're totally, yeah, I ride on momentum. Tough. So quite a lot of the time, uh, even even when I'm on stage, I'll talk over laughter because I mm, like getting yes. it rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. That's the same trouble when acts like yourself do car park gigs because they're beeping their horns in between a bit. So all of a sudden, you're halfway through this setup and there's a horn beep. So everyone goes, oh, what's that? Oh, come back. And they forgot what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's a nightmare. Whereas for me, I just do the joke. They beep. I wait till they stop, do the joke. I, so I yes, totally fucking agree with that. Do you want to hear another one? I'm, no, let, we have to call it there, mate. <laughs> but I'll, I'll I'll get you back on. Just my producer. If I go long, much longer than an hour, it, it's a nightmare for him to edit. No, this shit. We've been fucking but, ages, haven't we? Holy shit! Hour fifteen, mate. Hour fifteen. I'm, I'm gonna stop that there. Freddie Quinn! Ha, 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 ha. Oh, hashtag Wooga to Freddie Quinner. Good stuff. Lovely chat there. And there is plenty more where that came from. There's a good old chunk, probably as long as that episode over on the Patreon mm. for the Extra Extra Freddie Quinn podcast, uh, as well as 361 jokes at five at a time. Go check that out at patreon.com forward slash jokes with Mark. And while you're at it, why not head over and rate and subscribe over on Apple Podcasts. Give us a lovely five-star review. We would very much appreciate that. Gets eyes and ears on the podcast. Um, God. God. Oh, Joe, I've got... I've just... I, I need to mention this more. I've got a show at Leicester Square Theatre on the yeah. 23rd of October, my biggest solo show to date. 
Um, I'd love you all to be there. So um, you can get tickets for that. Uh, go to my social media and it's all in the bios of all my socials. Um, and now I'm going to start mentioning it a bit more because now I feel like things are happening. It does feel yeah, like... Yeah, People moving, are making plans. It's moving in the right direction, isn't it? Not um, for me, but yeah. Generally, oh, yes. It is, Joel. Ten days isn't that oh, long. Can't wait. Nah. It is sad that this is the nicest weather we're going to have all year yeah. in those ten days. Mm-hmm. But it's nice to look at. Yeah, are you it's nice te- to get really sweaty in my flat. Yeah. Uh, have you got your know, aircon? No, oh, you've got, got aircon. Where do you think I am? You got some fans. J cloth. Ian yeah. Bowden. Uh, it might, I don't know, it might be me, but yeah, I'm sure they like you as well. You, you're very, you are actually very popular on this podcast, Joe. I'll give you that. I'll give you that for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Should we go, Mark? <laughs> uh, is there anything more from you, Joe? Nothing more from me, Mark. Anything more from you, Mark? Nothing more from me, Mark. everybody. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.